attention to 1st Corinthians chapter 2 verses 1 to 5. 1st Corinthians chapter 2 verses 1 to 5. I'm reading from, uh, I'm reading from the Bible, all right? <laughs> you can turn any Bible and you can, you know, see uh, what I read. And I, brethren, when I came to you, did not come with excellence of speech or of wisdom declaring to you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. I was with you in weakness, in fear, and in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power, that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. That your faith might not be in the wisdom of this world, but in the power of God. Would you like to repeat that with me? That your faith might not be in the wisdom of the world, but in the power of God. Paul talks about this. He says, I came not with excellence of speech. I came determined not to know anything among you. And he says, I was with you in fear and in much trembling, and my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words. And then he says, in, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power. And he says, why? He says, why? Because, 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 that your faith would not be in the wisdom of men, but in the Spirit, in the power of God, that your faith might not be in the wisdom of this world, but in the power of God. This is so very important. The key to this chapter is that, that our faith might not be in the wisdom of this world, but in the power of God. We are all educated men and women this morning, educated. And every human being has some kind of education. Some are very educated, some are less educated, but we all have some education. We have been schooled, we have gone to school, we have read, learn to read and write, and we have learned to color, we have learned so many things, you know. And most of it, almost 100% of what we have learned is in the wisdom of this world. And, but God wants, Paul detected, he said, but I want to come to you with the power of God. Not in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. It's, it's, it's very important sometimes for us to stop and think and wonder, am I led by the wisdom of this world, 
or am I led by the power of the Holy Spirit? That's really important for us to know because, you know, all kinds of education. Where has the world gone? Not too far. People boast of so much they know. They've written books. Libraries are throbbing with so much wisdom of this world. But having seen all of that still, many of us do not recognize, many of us do not realize that what is really important, what is very important, significant, is knowing and moving in the power of God. That I might be filled with the power of God. That I might function in the power of the Holy Spirit. That's very important. If you get my book someday, somehow, you will understand more of what I'm trying to share with you. The power of the Holy Spirit. That we will all live to exalt the name of Jesus. That we will live to move around the world. Taking God's presence. That's a very important thing, you know. To be a missionary to be a servant of the Lord, to take the message of the gospel and not try to explain the message of the gospel in our own wisdom, but allowing the message of the gospel to flow like a river into our hearts and lives and thereby transforming us in a powerful way. That is how we are to share and care and minister the, and, and teach and preach the word of God. Once again, that your faith might not be in the wisdom of this world, but in the power of God. Would you say that with me, please? That our faith might not be in the wisdom of this world, but in the power of God. I, I, I wish you would go home saying this to yourself. I wish you would drive home today after the service repeating this thing to, into your mind that my faith might not be in the wisdom of this world, but in the power of God. That we all would be filled, saturated by the power of the Holy Spirit. That as we move and live and have our being, that Jesus would have the ability to superimpose himself on us, on each of us. And our homes would be throbbing with the power of the Holy Spirit. So very important. You know, it's, it's one thing to read the Bible. It's one thing to read books and, and all of that. 
but it's the most important thing is to allow the spirit of the living God to flow into our hearts. Remember there was a woman who had an issue of blood and she was bleeding to death. One day she heard about Jesus and she came and touched the hem of Jesus' garment. The moment she touched the hem of Jesus' garment. The power of God went through. The power of Jesus went through and stopped the bleeding. There are so many people in this world who are bleeding, dying, losing life, losing hope. But only if they touch the hem of Jesus' garment, they will be filled with the power of God. And the power of God will move in a powerful way. That we would all desire and thirst and hunger to experience the power of God. That we wake up in the morning and look to heaven, look to the Lord and say, Lord, that I may be filled today by the power of your spirit. Not with the arguments of this world, but to be filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. I remember as a young man, I desired to move in the power of the Holy Spirit. So I started reading the gospel. And I would read a, a, a story of the gospel. And I would leave home saying to the Lord, Lord, fill me with the power of your spirit. That the very thing that I read about you in the scriptures, I would be able to experience touch people with the power of God. Many people were led by the Holy Spirit. Many people were healed and delivered and demons were cast out. I started pioneering churches at the age of 25. Before that, I was an evangelist, a lifestyle evangelist. What do I mean by that? Just walking wherever and talking to people about Jesus. My grandmother was a lifestyle evangelist. She walked with the gospel. And wherever she went, the power of God broke through. And people were touched and healed and set free. And many people were led to the Lord. That's what I wanted to be. And many churches started getting planted as a result of that. After pioneering four to five churches, I went to Bible school. Many go to Bible school before, but I went after. <laughs> and uh, it's so important, church, for us to understand it's not the knowledge that we get. 
from reading and writing and arguing and debating and all of that, to fall on our knees and fall on our faces before God and say, Lord, I want your power. I want your power to flow through me. I want your power to touch lives through me. That I might be filled, not with the wisdom of this world, but with the power of the living God. God is looking for such men and women who would say, Lord, I want to be filled with your power. I want to be filled with your power. You know, there are those who, who would say they want to be baptized with the Holy Spirit and what, all what they want to do is to be, to, to be able to speak in tongues. After they speak in tongues, they, they just shut their mouths. <laughs> and they don't go any further. It's one thing to be filled with the Holy Spirit and say, God, I want to be baptized with the Holy Spirit. But the moment you baptize with the Holy Spirit, that you would be filled with the power of God and, and never stop. Keep moving. Casting out demons. Healing the sick. Seeing wonderful things happen in our lives. It's so important. God is charging. He's calling us that we might not find, not be filled with the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. According to Jesus, he said the Holy Spirit gives power to the church for the church to speak about Jesus all over the world. He fills us with his spirit that we would not just, it's not for us to say, hey, you know what? I got baptized 40 years ago in the Holy Spirit. That's fine to be baptized with the Holy Spirit. I got baptized with the Holy Spirit about 52 years ago. But I'm still moving in the power of the Holy Spirit. I still speak in tongues. How long? Man, I tell you, I speak in tongues all the time. All the time. When I'm not speaking with somebody, I'm talking with the Holy Spirit. Speaking in the language of the Holy Spirit. Sometimes when I'm speaking in the language of the Holy Spirit and people don't know, demon-possessed people, when they pass me, bang on the ground and start manifesting demons. That has happened several times. I don't dream of those things, but they happen. <laughs> it is so important for us to be able to say, I'm filled with the power of the Holy Spirit, and I speak in tongues. No, it's beyond that. Just speaking in tongues is great, but I tell you, when the power of the Holy Spirit touches people's lives and they are completely transformed, that's what the gospel is all about. Paul says, when I came to you, I did not come. In the arguments and philosophies of this world, I came to you in weakness. I came with the power, the message of the power of the Holy Spirit. And mighty and powerful things happen. The Holy Spirit empowers 
the proclamation of God's good news to the world. It is so powerful when the Spirit of God comes upon us. I have heard about this wonderful congregation and I have heard the word of God being preached in this place. And I'm so glad that wonderful teachings of the word of God has come through. And I would say to you, keep on keeping on. Keep on keeping on. Don't shy away. Don't be fearful. Let anyone say anything. Be filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. We have, you know, many have uh, threatened to stop us. Some have tried even to plot and kill us. But the power of God has worked mightily. Belen said that the spirit of God cannot be put in jail or prison. Cannot be imprisoned because the power of God flows through touching people and him leading people to the Lord and transforming them. When the message of the gospel is empowered by the power of the Holy Spirit, it impacts people. It impacts people in, in a powerful way because the spirit flowing through you, the spirit flowing through you just empowers us. Signs and wonders and miracles happen as a result of that. One day, I was returning from uh, an Asian conference held in Singapore. Three of my friends and I went for the Asian conference, Foursquare Asian conference, and we were returning home. When, I, when we got into the aircraft, as I started uh, walking towards my seat, I saw a young lady, and she looked very troubled. She looked very, very troubled. I went and uh, asked the uh, stewardess if I would uh, be able to sit next to her, to this uh, young lady. And uh, she said, he said, well, no problem. Uh, the, the seat is free. You can go and sit there. So I went and sat there, uh, and <clears throat> I wanted to know why she was troubled. And so I sat with her, I sat next to her, and I tried to start a conversation. It was very difficult to start a conversation with her, but somehow I knew that she had to be touched and set free. Anyhow, I didn't ask, I didn't allow her to prevent me from talking to her. Eventually, I fell into a conversation. And then as I began to talk to her, the Holy Spirit began to reveal things to me about her. So I asked her questions, and she was wondering, she was becoming kind of suspicious. 
because I, she started thinking, probably started thinking, who is this man and how come he knows all these things about me? And uh, so eventually I told her, you know, you're very troubled. You don't want to go home and you want to kill yourself on your way out of the airport. You want to kill yourself. She, he, she said, how do you know all this? I said, I just want, I'm asking you questions. <laughs> and, and then she said, um, you know, her, she, she was brought to Singapore to do work for somebody, like a domestic person, and she the moment she came into that gentleman's house, she couldn't function anymore. She was throwing up. For one week, she had been throwing up. And so the, owner, the, the man told her, I'm going to drop you at the airport. You, you can go home. I didn't bring you here to attend to you. I wanted you to work. Anyhow, she was on her way. She was. She had just made up her mind to kill herself just out of the airport. I prayed with her. I, I talked to her and I prayed with her. As the moment I started praying for her, she started throwing up. Six demons came out of her. She was eventually finally set free by the power of the Holy Spirit. And then she got baptized with the Holy Spirit. You see, the, the baptism with the Holy Spirit, casting out demons, healing the sick, is not just meeting stuff like this place. No. The baptism and the power of the Holy Spirit, healing the sick, all of that are for the streets. There we proclaim, in, on the streets we proclaim the power of Jesus. Not in the wisdom of this world. You talk about Jesus not in the wisdom of this world. Not to start arguments and debates. Some, a, a, a gentleman came and said, well, how do you lead a Buddhist to the Lord? Pastor, you have led so many Buddhists to the Lord. How do you lead a Buddhist to the Lord? I said, you know what? I cannot give you lectures about leading Buddhists to the Lord. You need to know the power of the Holy Spirit. And the power of the Holy Spirit, when you minister and witness in the power of the Holy Spirit, they will be convicted of their sin. <laughs> Perhaps demons will be cast out. People will be healed. That's a very important thing. The baptism with the Holy Spirit is not a one-time thing of 40, for 40 years. It is everyday stuff. Everyday stuff. We are filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. And we reach out and touch people out on the streets, wherever. The 
The Holy Spirit gives us words of knowledge of people. And, and through the word of knowledge, through the gift of the word of knowledge, he, he shares with you his heart. And then you go and touch people, talk to them, and they are set free. And they follow you to church. And you, stop, you do not stop there. You disciple them in the power of the Spirit. You tell them how to do it. How? By example. By living example, not by conducting seminars and lectures. No. It's hard to mentor, to disciple people that way. It is more practical and, uh, and, uh, and workable when they see you doing it. The power of the Spirit comes and touches people. And, and you know, when, we, when there is the Spirit of God working through us, conviction of sin and repentance takes place. People repent by the power of the Holy Spirit. And they are set completely set free. Transformation takes place in people's lives. People are set free from demons. Mighty and powerful things get to, get to happen by the power of the Holy Spirit. That, and there is great joy in our cities as a result of that. How do you bring joy into a city? Take the power of the Holy Spirit with you. Take the power of the Holy Spirit in you, with you, and let the Spirit of God see through your eyes, speak through your mouth, touch through your hands. Let Jesus live in us. Hallelujah. How many of us can do that? All of us can do it. All, not just a few. How... What season do we do that? Every day is a good season for that to happen. When we rely on the power of the Holy Spirit to share the message of the gospel, sorcerers, witchcraft, people full of witchcraft would repent and come to the Lord, Jesus Christ. When one, when one witch comes to Jesus, about 2,000 demons, 3,000 demons are cast out from a city. And that city comes to know the Lord Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit is the answer. Without the Holy Spirit, the doctrine is not good enough. God, the Holy Spirit, is calling us, calling you and calling me, wherever. I pray, I challenge you, I pray. Fall on your knees and ask the Spirit of God to come and make you powerful and strong.
God is calling you for wonderful days are coming ahead of us. There are three simple things I would like to share with you in case, in case you want to preach the gospel with power. If you want to preach the gospel with power, three simple things I would tell you to do, advise you to do. First, set aside time to pray. Set aside time to pray. Call upon the Lord and ask him to help you every day. Fill me with your power, O oh Lord. Show me, give me words of knowledge. We do not want the gifts of the Holy Spirit just to show people that we have them, not to get people's information. What for? No, it's not, not that we might know things about people, no. So that we can lead them to the loving Father's heart. Secondly, pray for the Holy Spirit's empowerment. It's not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. But by my spirit, says the Lord. You know, when we talk about being Pentecostal or being four square, just to repeat saying Jesus, the Savior, healer, baptized, and the coming king is not good enough. What is very important is to practically be filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. I was in Singapore one, one day, and I got off the taxi. Just before I got off the taxi, he's, the taxi man, the driver says, Sir, can I talk with you? I said, okay, I can talk with you. And we sat together in the car and we talked. And he, he asked me this question. You know, when you entered my car, something happened. When you sat in my car, something happened. And I want to know what's I want to know about you. Who are you? Where are you coming from? And I just quickly said, you know, I, I was in a hurry. I, I, he was not in a hurry. I was in a hurry. And um, then he said, you know, you, you, a peace came into my heart. A peace came into this place, into this car as you walked in. I want to know what makes you that I talk to him about Jesus. I, I just talked to him about Jesus and he said, um, how can I have Jesus in my heart? And so I asked him, what is your religion? He said, well, I'm a Muslim. I want to know Jesus. The Jesus that you know, I want to know him. So he, he gave his heart to the Lord. He gave his heart to the Lord and he was thrilled. He says, oh my, I feel so light in my heart. 
after I receive Jesus. If you want to know the power of God, get down at Jesus' feet. Get down, brother. Get down, sister. Get down at Jesus' feet. Pray for the Holy Spirit's empowerment every day. I pray. I set aside time to pray, and I pray for the baptism of the Spirit every day. Then, thirdly, listen to the promptings of the Holy Spirit. Listen to the promptings of the Holy Spirit. Lord, I want to hear your voice. I'm not after the gifts of the Spirit, but I'm after the Holy Spirit. I'm after the, I'm after the voice of God. I'm after the heart of God. When he does talk and speak, many people get touched and saved by the power of the Holy Spirit. One more story. I know I have plenty of stories, I tell you. But one, is it okay, one more story? Just one, <laughs> one simple, one story. I was returning from, uh, <clears throat> I was returning from, um, Amsterdam after a conference and uh, I was so preoccupied and I lost my passport and, my, and, and, a, and an envelope this gentleman had given me because I had preached in his church. I had, I, I forgot and left it somewhere. And I was in Dubai airport. I didn't know what to do. I started to pray. I started to pray. Of course, I prayed in tongues. I'm, I'm thankful that I'm baptized with the Holy Spirit. I started praying in tongues. And, and, and the moment I, I started to pray in tongues, I got the, got the lead of the Holy Spirit. If you... Baptized, if you start, keep praying in tongues all the time, you will be always led by the Holy Spirit. That's what happened. And, and then I had a lead. So I went through, followed this lead. I went to this person and I, and I said, where is my wallet and <laughs> where is my passport? He looks at me and says, what are you talking Said, well, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Can I please have my passport and my wallet? I didn't know this one was an officer at the airport. He said, what is your name? So I gave, gave him my name. He says, you're right. I'm, I, I found this. And here it is. And he gave it to me, right? <clears throat> the Holy Spirit is this wonderful person. Get to know him, and you will see amazing and powerful things. And you know, God works by the power of the Holy Spirit. Listen to the promptings of the Holy Spirit. Listen to the promptings of the Holy Spirit. Don't fear anyone. You and I do not owe it to any man. We are free by the power of the Holy Spirit. Be led by the Holy Spirit. And you will be 
mightily used of the Lord. And this, hallelujah, God moves by his spirit and power. One more time, do not lead by the wisdom of men, but be filled with the power of God. Okay? Not be filled with the wisdom of men, but in the power of the Holy Spirit. There's a person here, this is what the Holy Spirit says to me. There's a person here, your stomach is terribly, terribly wounded. And God's wanting to touch and heal you. There's a person here, uh, you have a problem in your heart. God is touching you right now. God is touching you right now by the power of the Spirit. There's a person here, you have a problem on your heel, right heel. It's painful. In the name of Jesus, I set you free. I speak healing to you right now in the name of Jesus. Be free. Be free in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. <clears throat> There's a person here, you are unable to swallow food. You get choked. You're unable to swallow food. You've had this for the last seven months. And today you are here. And you are in deep, deep distress because of that. Be healed in the name of Jesus. By the power of the Holy Spirit, be healed. There's a person here, you have a problem with your eyes. And uh, the Lord is touching you. You're, you're, you're tearing all the time. The Lord is touching you to heal you by his spirit. There's a person here, you have had pneumonia for, for, for some time. And Jesus heals you by the power of the Holy Spirit, touches you, and heals you. Be healed in the mighty name of Jesus. Be healed by the power of the Holy Spirit. There's a person here, you have a problem on your back. The Lord touches you right now and heals you in the name of Jesus. Be touched and healed by the power of the Holy Spirit. God is a good God, and he is a great and a mighty God. In the powerful name of Jesus, I speak the power of the healing upon you right now. Receive right now. I, I sense, uh, uh, I sense a, a release of God's spirit and power and presence in our midst this morning. In the name of Jesus, be healed by the power of the Holy Spirit. Be healed in the name of Jesus. I release the presence and power of the Spirit. Hallelujah. Would you, would you stand uh, this morning? And I want to ask Pastor Leslie uh, to do something for all of us. There's a lot of people in the room, many watching online. And I uh, just want you to know he can't pray for everybody. One by one. But he, he can pray for all of us. And he talked about how the Spirit of God can touch all of us. And so right where we are, would you put your hands out before the Lord? And I want the hunger of, for God to...
to touch each one of us. It's something that when I got to go to Sri Lanka, it's something that I noted was very different there as opposed to here. We prayed for almost eight hours one day, prophesying, ministering. I saw people wait for eight hours to just pray. Um, and I remember walking away from that one day thinking, when's the last time I waited for eight hours just to pray with someone? And uh, just hunger. It was hunger. And so would you pray for us today that we would be hungry for God and that would be left on each one of us as we, uh, before we go? Father, we thank you. We thank you this morning for an open heavens. Lord, we thank you. Lord, when we remember the time when you and your holy angels, Lord, would work in the heart and life of Jacob. And Lord, we pray that we know that you open the heavens to him. And today I pray in the name of Jesus that you would open the heavens to all these dear men and women who love you. And right now, let your spirit fall. Let your spirit fall. And Lord, I pray that there would be a desire, a hunger and a thirst in the hearts of all these men and women for the Holy Spirit, for the baptism of the Holy Spirit, to, be, to, to, to speak in tongues without fear. Lord, that there would be a mighty outpouring of your Holy Spirit upon them. Be healed in the name of Jesus. I release the power of God to baptize you and to empower you. I release the power of God to heal you and set you free. Be healed in the name of Jesus by the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thanks for listening. If you'd like more information about Ignite Global Ministries, please go to our website, igniteglobalministries.org. While there, check out our Immersion Discipleship School and the books Pastor Ben has written.